Giving a platform to farmers' voices was an important new part of this year's Ag Innovation Showcase, because without it, research might go wrong. A lot of times we have somebody from Silicon Valley or some, someplace else like that coming to us with a solution for a problem that we didn't know we had. It's important to be in uh, contact with growers early to be able to make sure that you are addressing a real issue on the farm and perfecting your technology in a way that has utility on the farm as well. Technologists love developing technology, not always necessarily with the, the customer in mind. We need more collaboration between the customers, the universities, the research labs and the innovators to bring that ecosystem a little bit more closely together. It's not unique, it's just you have to understand your end user and your customer and your customer's problems. Taking that perspective, not why is my technology cool, but whose problem is it that I'm solving and who's going to pay to have that solution uh, adopted. I think the biggest challenges being faced by our members are the shortage of agricultural labor. There's a lot of competition for the available workers that there are. We're looking at you know technologies that will allow us to mechanize some of the labor, places where we can mechanize to harvest, sorting, grading operations. People are working on automatic lettuce harvesting equipment, strawberry harvest we're very interested in. That's a labor intensive crop and I think that ultimately we're optimistic about that because it translates into higher paying jobs in agriculture as well. And I think one of the big factors is that the ag sector as a whole is very slow to change. It is a very slow turning wheel compared to say what we see in consumer experiences with adoption of new technology which are now very rapid. So there's a level of education that needs to happen with the ag community with the farmers, with the growers, to get them on board with the benefits of employing new technology. So for example, in Precision Act, a collection of uh, items that could be broadly classified as the Internet of Things, such things as sensors and so on, that had been around for quite some time and are obviously being recalibrated and reworked. But their use really is not that significant when you consider that they need to be really integrated into biology. That means we have to develop new sensor technologies to sense the things that we need that are important and be able to network them all together so that you can generate a complete picture of the activity that's going on so you can establish optimum solutions for maximizing the productivity, minimizing the environmental impacts on producing food. There's a lot of technology being brought to bear on the water issue. There's everything from remote visioning, remote sensing, using satellites and drones and airplanes and things like that. There's in-field sensors providing information about when to irrigate, where the water is in the soil profile, and all those things are helping us be a lot more precise. The goal is to put on precisely what the plant needs at the precise time that it needs it. And through that precision, leave a smaller footprint on the planet. It's not easy being a startup in any field, and in a comparatively niche industry like agriculture, there are some unique challenges. Watch our next video to find out more, and please subscribe to discover other innovations disrupting our new economy.